0: Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in.
1: Welcome, 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 friends, to another episode of the Elite Life Podcast. I'm Trish, and with me as always is... I'm Kylie!
2: (laughs) Today we're going to be exploring the top seven things that can ruin business for entrepreneurs, as well as some practical strategies to avoid or overcome these obstacles. So, number one... We'll just get right into it. Bye right then. No messing around today. I'm it. No nonsense. All right. Number one on the list is lack of market research. And when we were putting this together, this is one that really hit me because... A lot of entrepreneurs rush into launching their business or rush into getting their product out there, or rush into branding, and they're doing this without really understanding their target market and their customers' needs. And we talk about this a lot in our real estate training is asking the questions, doing the digging, peeling the layers to make sure you really truly understand, for example, why they want to move to Warren or why they need to sell their house. And if you don't have that, then you go about the sales process in a way that is not aligned with getting them to say yes. So avoid this pitfall by taking the time to conduct comprehensive market research. So talk to people, you know, uh, understand your customers pain points, preferences, buying behaviors. If you are selling a specific product, maybe it's similar to other stuff that's out there. So maybe you look at that and you see where are these people selling their stuff? And maybe you either go there and compete, or maybe you find somewhere else to sell. So it's less, competitive, right? Um, and this will enable you to tailor your products or your services to meet their needs and get that person to say yes.
1: Yeah, and entrepreneurs and people who are thinking about starting up a business, whatever the business is, or a side gig or a side hustle, I want you to understand that just because you don't know of anybody else that does this or any other company that does this, doesn't mean it's not out there. Right. And I fell into this. I will be I will raise my hand and be super vulnerable and honest. When I started making Stars Academy realtor training for agents online, I thought because I had never seen it anywhere and I had never heard of it. I was like, nobody does this nobody does this. And when I actually created the product, um, I created it for a class. And part of said class was to do market research and try to find if other people did. And oh my God, It's saturated. There's a saturation of realtor (laughs) coaching and training. And once I started looking at it, like literally 1 billion Facebook ads came up of realtor coaching, realtor training, mentorship, coaching, training, coaching, training, coaching. There's so much. So just because it's not something I looked in the world for, I thought it didn't exist. But guess what? It does a big time. But the
2: thing is is that's that's part of it is looking at your competition, doing the research and saying, "Okay, what sets me apart from these yes. other?" Because you're going to resonate with different people than maybe that person. And that's really what we've honed in on with Stars Academy is what are what's our competition doing and what do we do differently? And that is what we market. Yeah, sure. You could you could sign up for a billion jillion different kinds of coaches. But what is it about us that makes us different? We provide a lot more one on one opportunities, more intense you know, training and mentorship and stuff like that. And you can go check out our podcast where we break down Stars Academy if you are interested in something like that. But that is definitely something that you should be doing if you are launching a business or if you're going to start selling a product or service. You need to understand what your competition is doing and how you are different from them. And that is what you market.
1: Yeah, it was super helpful. It was a super helpful process for us because just like you said, I seen what everybody else was doing and I was like, oh, well, right now I do X y and z different. so let me capitalize on those let me do what they're doing even better and then let me add in xyz that i don't see anybody else doing like bringing in those experts from other fields to train on their expertise and having those quizzes at the end and having those downloadable resources at the end of each video and not just being on sales but the actual process and building a social media empire and combining like five of those programs so instead of spending $25,000 $25,000 on five different programs, you can come in and get Stars Academy. But this this episode isn't about Stars Academy. <laughs> but it was such a great like I, I I made this mistake. This is a crucial mistake to avoid. Don't think that just because you haven't personally seen it. Seen it right. It, it's out there. Guys, everything has been created. There's nothing new. Under everything has been created, but you could create it better or differently, or market it to a different tribe, or market it in a different way. So do your research.
2: Yeah, and you can easily do research by posting on social media. Hey, you guys, I I want to start a business doing this. Is this something that you're interested in? Do you know anybody who does this? Is this something that you would pay for? Is this something you want to partner with me on? And you can post on social media and maybe not give away too many details, right? If it is something that you want to keep under wraps. But throwing polls out there, asking friends and family, asking people that you encounter on a regular basis at the diner or somewhere like that. um, And really dig into what the feedback is. And I wouldn't say take that as like an all or nothing situation, because, you know, especially if you're trying to get feedback and you don't want to give too many details about your service or your product, especially if it's a product that you think that someone else might might get in on or, you know, steal or whatever. But social media has made it so easy. It's never been easier to connect with people, get feedback, ask questions. So do that
1: yeah surveys are huge we
2: did a lot of love answering surveys people
1: love answering surveys and you need to survey because I, I went to Annie one time and I'm like how many problems have we tried to solve that aren't even our problems like we need to survey our people and see why aren't you coming to 411 at Tuesday on Tuesday at two o'clock? Guess what? When I did a survey, it's because most realtors take Tuesday off because you're busy all weekend. Monday is your hot business day, and so Tuesday is the weekend of realtors. Right. So don't put a business meeting on Tuesday for realtors. Put it on Wednesday. That's their Monday. They're ready right. to get back. They're ready to start training. They're ready to start their business again. So do surveys. Like I always look at um my my niches. Right. Hockey moms. Dog moms. Fitness folks, like those are my tribe. I love them hard. And I try to like create my content towards those people. I try to give value to those people. Hey, these pads worked for my kid in hockey. Maybe your kid will like them too. Or hey, I follow this fitness regimen as a hockey mom. Maybe that'll work for you as a hockey mom. Let's run laps around the rink, just like our kids are, right? Like helping them find a way that works for them because even if your product and and like you mentioned, like if you want to keep what you're doing under wraps, again, I'm going to go back to like there's not much you're going to do in the world that hasn't been done already. So I kind of take a different camp in that we like, I want to tell people what I'm going to do and get their feedback so that I can do it in a way that appeals to them because they're going to be my target audience. They are my tribe. So, hey, hockey moms, what do you want to see recipes about? Well, I want to see recipes about quick meals in the car and what's protein packs, snacks for my skaters and yeah. what meals can I make that are family friendly friendly that will give them energy on the ice. Right. So, um, doing that market research, doing that, you know, that posting on social media, checking out the competition. Um, I know like you read crush it and yeah. like you always talk about Gary V and, and I, I love you kind you, of into that. Yeah. So,
2: um, when he's, and he talks about this a lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and if you've never read crush it, totally go do it. His life story is amazing. A mill just, just brilliant mind. So he started, he got into baseball cards. And long story short, he started doing shows when he was growing up. He would go to baseball card shows and he would, you know, set up his table and then he would do a lap around the show. He would price out, he would look at what his competition was pricing out. He would go back to his table and he would price it accordingly. And then the other thing he did was he would look at all the different cards that people had. He would find the, he would, in in his purchasing, when he was getting his materials ready or you know his inventory ready, he would specifically pick stuff that was that was not really common. And what he pointed out was, and this is kind of off topic, but I love to tell this story. What he pointed out was, just because uh, some of the cards he had were not super high priced cards, but because no one saw them on another table in the show. They became high price cards, right? So do your market research, hit your competition up, adjust your business accordingly,
1: and go out and take all the money. Absolutely. And since we're talking about money, that get gets us to number two. Yes. Okay. Don't have poor financial. Management. This is a big one in real estate. It's a big one for business owners. You know,
2: they say that uh, there's no one more irresponsible, no one is more financially irresponsible than a realtor who just got a fat commission check.
1: It's true. It's so true. And inadequate financial planning and oversight will lead to cash flow problems. It will. And it eventually leads to the downfall of your business. And I have personally experienced this working for other brokers that had to close the doors, multiple ones, because of poor financial management. They didn't pay their payroll taxes. They got really big, really fast, made a lot of bank, and bought boats, uh, Jaguars, uh, lake houses, and they didn't do it in a financially responsible way. They did it year one. Dude. I'm in year 20 before I'm starting to actually get the BMW in the lake house. yeah. Yeah. Like, no, like year one, absolutely not. Like you are not financially stable in year one or probably year two, or probably even year three, and you may even think you are year five, but you're not even, like, it's it's the rule of 10 years. Like, you're not even considered an expert in your craft until you've been doing it for 10 years. Hmm. So you can have, a million dollars in the bank. But guess what? If you're spending a million dollars, then you're just as broke as the person who has a hundred bucks in the bank that's spending a hundred bucks. For sure. So just because you got a whole bunch of money in the bank doesn't mean that you are financially sound. You have to have good financial management. You have to have a strong plan. You have to seek professional advice from accountants, from financial advisors. You have to create wealth strategies. You have to have a plan and you have to follow them
2: yeah and i would just like to throw in this is where a good spreadsheet comes in handy amen to that sister i'm telling you what so the third factor that can totally ruin your business is ineffective marketing and branding and we kind of touched on this just a smidgen in our first go around um in our first tip but entrepreneurs often underestimate the importance of a strong strong brand and they fail to implement effective marketing strategies as well so you need to invest in building a compelling brand identity that really resonates with your target audience again you've got to figure out the people who are following you the people who are going to be interested in what you're doing like trisha said her her tribe hockey moms fitness people dog people my tribe moms who eat cereal at 10 30 at <laughs> who complain about their husbands on a podcast no but you need to find your tribe find those people and market to them. Um, Develop a solid marketing plan that incorporates both online and offline channels. Because one thing I will tell you is, yes, everybody is on social media. Everybody's on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, like everybody's there. But what I've noticed in the past year is a big shift. A lot of people are coming to this space where they are listening to our podcast and they're taking our advice and they're getting the hell off social media and living in the world and being part of their lives. So the other way you can do that is by like doing what Trisha does. You know, she goes to the events, She goes and meets people in person, you know, and it doesn't have to be a big thing. Maybe you're like me and you're like, I'm a mom. I don't have time for that. You can go to a mommy group, right? You can take your kids, you can have it stack, you can network and let the kids play. So everything is figure outable, but that is definitely something that you need to do and utilize these social media platforms when you are on social media um for content marketing and partnerships to reach your customers and uh, you know it's again i say this every podcast it has literally never been easier to have a business to sell a product to sell
1: a service well i always keep in mind this phrase create before you consume. yeah, Okay? That's a tough one. Create and push something out into the world on social media that's going to move your needle forward before you consume any social media. So before you start scrolling, put that post out there. Share it across all your
2: platforms. Meta makes it super easy with their, like, account center, which I inherently absolutely hate. But you can go in there, and we dive deep into this on our social media empire, and shameless plug. But... um. You can you can go on there and you can you can create a week's worth of content, schedule it out and then boom, you're done.
1: Yeah, definitely do. If you want to get really great on social media, I know you like brazed over it, but do go get our social media empire course because it does take all the guesswork out of how do I make money On social media. Because social media is a great tool for you to build your brand and market for free. This is free, Free. guys. Every day you jump on Instagram and Facebook, send 10 minutes creating and pushing out your content. And then you can consume what you want, right? But at least you went out there and you used it as a business tool and you made something out of it instead of just mindlessly scrolling, right? So number four, right? Number four is don't have poor customer service. I will tell you, neglecting customer service satisfaction can be so detrimental to your business. It is absolutely crucial to provide exceptional customer service throughout the entire customer journey. Train your employees to be attentive, empathetic, responsive, excited, excited. Mm-hmm. I want to I wanna talk about this very quickly. We do a great job at Elite of creating an experience when you come to purchase a home with us. We do that via the buyer's consult. When you come to closing at Elite Realty, we give you fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. When you walk in the front door of our office, it smells like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies. Kim is greeting you with a smile. She's taking you in the conference room. She's getting you water, soda, drinks. You see a big picture of the house you're buying up there. It says, welcome Jim and Sue to your closing. it is an experience and i didn't realize because i haven't been somewhere where i experienced an experience of buying something until recently i went and bought trent a jet ski, and I will tell you, I I don't I just I don't go out and purchase a lot of things, so I guess I didn't realize the impact of this until I was shopping for a jet ski. I know nothing about she jet skis.
2: The thing is, is she can't get a jet ski on Amazon. That's what. That's, that's what the problem po- that
1: forced her to go out and work. I buy everything on Amazon, so I want to buy a jet ski. I know nothing about jet skis, nothing. So I start Googling. Right, all searches begin online. I start Googling. I find four jet ski places that are in my area i call the first one no sorry the first one i go on the website and i email i get no response in my email i said i want to buy two jet skis and a trailer now like as, right now shut up yeah. and take my money as a salesperson if i got that email i want to buy two houses and list one. Oh my gosh i'm calling immediately yeah no, nobody ever called me from that email so i call the place it's like that scene
2: from pretty woman
1: it do is. you work on commission Big mistake. Huge. Absolutely. So I call the place and I say, hey, I want to buy two jet skis in the trailer. And the girl's like, oh, OK, hold on one second. And then I sit on hold and she comes back and she's like, oh, all the salespeople are at a meeting. Can I have someone call you back? Sure. Give her my name and number. Nobody freaking calls me back. Are you freaking serious? i serious. So hours go by and I call another place. Somebody answers the phone. Oh, uh, none of our salespeople are available. Let me have them call you back. Bro, I'm buying two jet skis and a trailer. Like, this is at minimal, at minimal, this is a $60,000 purchase. At minimal, 60 grand. I'm saying, please, I am bu- I am buying. I'm not saying what's your price, what's your interest rate. I am saying I am buying these things. This is happening. Yeah. Nothing. So I literally get in my car and I... Drive to a place, um, Motor City Power Sports on Telegraph in Michigan in West Bloomfield. Okay, I drive there. I get out of my car. I say, Hey, I want to buy a jet ski. And she goes, All right. And she brings Charlie out. And Charlie proceeds to answer, my laundry list of probably what are ridiculous questions, because I don't know any better, right? Right. So me and Trent are there. God bless Charlie. God bless Charlie. Okay. I ask him all of these questions, crazy questions that have nothing to do with actually buying a jet ski. Like, do I actually have to have a special vest? Do I have to have this? Do I have to have a boater's license, right? Right, Like, I'm just, I'm asking all the things because I want to learn. He's smiling. He's answering all the questions. Like, an hour has gone by of him answering all my questions, and then Andy gets there. And then Andy Andy proceeds to do the Andy thing. To ask him all the exact same questions I just asked. And with a smile in the 90 degree heat, Charlie answers every single question. Mind you, by this time, it is 7 p.m. It is well after business hours. Charlie is standing out in the bright bla- blazing sun with me and Andy and Trent answering 100 random questions about jet skiing. Yeah beautiful. I'm like, "Okay, I'm like, do you have any more questions?" and he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Okay, I don't either." And I'm like, "Okay, I want to buy one." He's like, "Okay." And so he like takes me over to his desk like, "I mean, it's getting late. Like the 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 place is closed. We're like the last people." He's like, "So, finance is gone. Um if you want, like you can go online and and fill out the app blah 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 or like I can have them call in the morning and blah blah blah." And I was like Okay, he's like, well, let me, like, make a copy of your license. And I'm like, is that the application on your computer? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I could just sit at your desk and, like, fill it out. He's like, okay. Now, that's a weird thing, right? Like, I'm like, I'm just going to do this myself. (laughs) And he's like, okay. Okay. But he said, yeah. So I sit at his desk and I fill out my little application. In the meantime, he go gets all of us waters. He makes his copies of stuff. He comes back and I'm like, he's like, okay, well, um, I'll call you in the morning and then we'll get everything set up. I'm like, okay. You know what he does? He, he calls you in the, in the morning. morning. He calls me in the morning. He's like, you can have whatever you want come pick up your desk. <laughs> you can have whatever you want. Right? And I'm like, like,
2: we ran your loan application. <laughs> you can have
1: whatever the hell you want. Right. And he goes, he goes, you got the best interest rate that I told you about even better than the one lady that was the best interest rate that I ever told you about. I'm like, OK, cool. I said, when do you want me? And he goes, you can come in whenever's convenient for you. All right. Guess what? You just like won my heart, Charlie. So I'm like, cool. So I come on up there again. It's the middle of the night it's like four forty-five, right before closing time yeah. I sit down and he goes all right this is the experience he goes we're gonna walk the loop I'm like okay so he he's I and I love that like he brought me in on the terminology he made me feel like a million bucks we're gonna walk the loop yeah he takes me to the service department they're like hey hi Trish shake my hand my name is George hi George gives me his name, shakes my hand, smiling. All right. What do you know about jet skis? I know nothing. Zero. He goes, all right, great. He goes, you need this, this, and this. Here is why you need it. If you get pulled over, they're going to ask you to see this, to see that, to see this, to see that. Okay. Do I need these things? Nope. You don't need them. If you want them, you can buy them, but that's not something you need. Okay, great. Doesn't try to sell me crap I don't need educates me on what I do need, and then is like, okay, I'm going to walk you to the next person. This is this person. Hi, my name is Caleb. Shakes my hand, smiles, walks me around the jet ski, shows me how to work it, tells me what not to do. (laughs) Don't do these things. (laughs) Yeah. Don't tie a rope here. Do do this. Here's some mistakes that I made in the past. Here's what you should do. Here's what you shouldn't do. Anything else I should know, Caleb? Nope. Okay. I'm going to walk you over here to finance. Hi, this is Jeff. Shakes my hand. Hey, guess what? You have the best credit score I've ever seen. You only need to do this. All right. Hey, you can buy 1,200 jet (laughs) skis. Yeah. You don't need this. You do need this. Great. Thanks. All right. I'm going to walk you back to Charlie. By the time I got out of there... Every person had gave me their name. Every person had shook my hand. Every person did a warm handoff to the next person, stayed until they said hi and took care of me. I was in and out quick, even though the story got long. Sorry. (laughs) But I want to explain the experience. It was an experience. Right. I wasn't just a number. I wasn't someone they were trying to rush off. They didn't give a crap that I was after closing time. They didn't make me feel extra Feel like a pain. Even though like you a are Jordan, extra and you are a pain. I am. But you know what? Everybody laughed with me. Everybody joked with me. Everybody smiled. Everybody shook my hand. Everybody was excited for me. Charlie called me after I got my jet ski like seven times to make sure. Did I have any questions? Did I need everything? I wanted to send Charlie a thank you and a gift card for taking my money. Yeah, Right? Like because they created an experience. And then it made me realize like, how great it is that Elite Realty creates an experience because I got to experience an experience buying a jet ski and you know what I will tell I just told the whole podcast world about everybody about Charlie and I will continue to because it was a great experience that is why customer service is so important because you just created client for life who will send you a bajillion people who will always talk about you for free free marketing free branding free sponsor like whatever you need if Charlie called and like was like hey will you pick me up I got stranded on the side of the road I would because I know Charlie's a good guy not a serial killer (laughs) but
2: you know what you know what I'm willing to bet I'm willing to bet all of my money on is that somewhere they have that process written down in a standard operating procedure and every new salesperson or new maintenance person or new finance person comes in they are trained on this duplicable process and I think that is you know the next point is a great way to ensure that you are providing what Trisha just outlined is making sure that you do it every single time and you build out a, again, duplicable process for finding converting and retaining your customers and clients, because that's where people fall off too, especially in the realtor world. OK, it's closed. House is closed. Have a nice life. I'll never call you again. But you are leaving so much money on the table, because like like Trisha just explained, she's She's going to pick Charlie up on the side of the road. She's going to tell everybody (laughs) about Charlie. And so if you are thinking about this and you're like, all right, I'm looking at my KPIs. My KPIs aren't good. KPIs are key performance indicators, by the way. Um, Or if you're like, I don't even know how to do this. I don't know where to start. Give us a holler. Email info at mystarsacademy.com. This is what we do. We help people get out of what I call the floundery stage, where you feel like you're just floundering in the ocean and we turn you into a king salmon swimming upstream, just slaying life, slaying business. So there's another shameless plug.
0: <laughs> Do you know more than 80% of real estate agents fail and quit in their first year of business? MyStarsAcademy.com has set out to solve this problem by providing a convenient, expert based training and coaching program for both agents and brokers. The Agent Accelerator program teaches agents everything they need to know to level up their business, have a constant flow of free leads, convert those leads into clients, and take those clients to the closing table and keep them coming back for more as repeat business. Our industry experts have years of proven success in the business and are here to share that gold through one-on-one coaching. This will help you achieve more structure and work-life balance. We will map you a plan you can follow, which will guide you through the steps to scale and grow in both your business and personal life. Don't be a statistic. Visit mystarsacademy.com and enroll today so you can get the success you deserve.
1: And we are back, friends, and we are getting passionate about our episode. <laughs> <laughs> and we were unpacking how people will pay more for a great experience for sure they will pay more for a great experience and I was talking about when I bought a jet ski but just now it also popped in my mind when I have bought products from Andy Frisella when I have bought first form products or even the book 75 hard they write handwritten notes in it and stuff like that so I won't even look at a price tag because I know the experience of purchasing something through him is going to be a great experience it's going to come quick it's going to be quality product It's going to have a handwritten no, which makes me feel good inside, exactly. right? People, if you make people feel good inside about buying your product, they're going to keep buying it because they want to keep feeling good. For sure. For sure. So like Kylie was saying, if you don't know where to start with this, give us a call. Shoot us an email. We will help you build out an amazing product customer experience don't be transactional you leave money on the table we have to have an experience for sure and so the next on our list
2: at number five is lack of adaptability and we've talked about this um here and there in other podcasts but in today's like rapidly and when i say rapidly i think about grandma and i think about the evolution of technology that she's witnessed over her lifetime. And it just continues to go quicker. And if you are uh, not adapting pivoting where necessary you know evolving in the business landscape being re you know being resistant to change can lead to stagnation failure sad clients sad employees and by em- embracing a growth mindset and remaining open to new ideas and opportunities continuously monitoring you know industry trends what you're doing how you can pivot you know investing in ongoing going learning. We're constantly, that's one of our core values is training and personal development. You know, that's all necessary. And you have to be willing to pivot in your business strategies when necessary. Flexibility and adaptability are key to long-term success. And I think one more thing I'm going to throw in there before I let Trisha open her mouth is if you are a team leader, um, or if you even just have one other employee allow them to come to the table, especially if they operate in a different, um, I don't want to say department, but if they operate in a different space in the business than you do, because if you're leading and you're the, if you're the visionary or if you're the implementer, you are at a different level of the business. You're seeing things from a 30,000 foot view. And so bringing in those people who as I put it, work in the trenches. They are working directly with your clients. They're doing all of the tasks and the daily things, bringing them into meetings, asking them what's working, what's not working, what could we do better? They have a different perspective than you do. And um, taking their feedback and seriously considering it and thanking them for it and maybe implementing some of those things is gonna go a long way to your long-term success because not only are you improving your business, but you're also improving You know, your your um, employee loyalty, you know, they feel like I got some skin in the game like they they when when you take their ideas and you implement them and you allow them to come in in this process, it makes them feel like they're even more entrenched and, and loyal to this to this business that you have.
1: Yeah, I love that. And and it has helped our company grow leaps and, and bounds. bounds because when somebody comes in, I I love to learn from our people because, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And we all, especially me, I always talk about habits and routines, habits and routines. So this is the way I always did it. And I love when a fresh perspective comes in. A great example is Kristen Chopri. right? When Kristen came in, she started using Canva and making pretty letters and pretty social media posts. And I was like, man, I really like that. Like, what are you using for it? She had no real estate background. She came from that educational space and teaching and photography and making things pretty. And she's just she has a a happy, spunky, pretty personality, you know. And so it was like, what are you using for this? I really like that. And then I was able to implement that in my business. Right. Right. We do that all the time. I I talk about TJ, like when he taught us how to do buyer's cons. And utilize the buyer must know list. And um, Andy, he's always going out and finding us new ideas and yes. new things. And that comes to like number six, which is you have to have great team management. If you have poor team management, that will kill your business. Your team is the backbone of your business. And ineffective leadership or mismanagement can be extremely detrimental. So hire the right people who share your vision, who share your values. Like you hear Kylie all the time say, that's one of our vision. That's one of our values. Because we not only teach and preach, we live our culture at our office. And And at home. And at home and at home. And we encourage open communication. We want to empower our team members to provide opportunities for growth and development because a motivated and a cohesive team will continue to drive your business forward. This week, I had a new recruit in that I boarded. You know who she was from? Rachel Blue, one of our (laughs) realtors, right? And that's how you know you're doing things right because the people in your team want to grow your team. They want to see you win. They want to see other people win. They know that whenever. Everybody is winning everybody is winning yeah for sure and i i touched a little
2: bit on it you know in the last thing i was saying but like weekly team meetings and accountability on kpis which are key performance indicators is super super important here like i cannot stress this enough i lead a property management team and you know in it i'm I'm constantly asking for feedback and transparency and communication and the one thing as a leader i just want to throw this out there if you're leading a team Sometimes you have to be the buffer between any, you know, interdepartmental scuffles. So, you know, you get to this space where maybe something goes wrong or something blows up because that's just life. That's just business. And now you have, you know, three people each in their own department saying, well, this person gave it to me this way. Well, that person didn't do what I said or this person didn't, you know, uh, provide the email. And like they're all friends because they spend eight hours a day together. So it's hard for them to have these tough conversations with each other. But if you encourage an open door policy and you encourage them to say, listen, let me be the buffer, come in here, you know, vent for lack of a better way of putting it, tell me what's not working. And then I, in a managerial capacity, can approach the person who may need some help. You don't know what's going on. You know, maybe you don't know. Maybe this person has some personal sadness. Maybe this person just hates the job and you got to find someone else. But encouraging that open, honest, transparent communication between you and your team is super important. And. Super so vital.
1: Yeah, and I think that like what you just touched on I want to kind of expound on too is is having those meetings with people because you don't know what you don't know. So Kylie, you may um, be I don't see you, and I might think what she's just messing around. Like she's doesn't care about her at job. 10:30 and drinking whiskey at 8:30. Yeah, she doesn't care. <laughs> and then instead, I can I can call her and and check in on her and say, Hey, Kylie, hey, for always praise first, right? And, and this is one thing I learned. Hey, Kylie, you know you do such an amazing job, and I love seeing you in the office. And I noticed like I haven't seen you in the office, and I'm just missing all like. I'm missing my time with you and all the positivity and the sunshine she loves and me unicorns so you, you bring so like I just want to check in with you what's going on and then that gives Kylie a chance to say well you know this week I just had some really rough things that happened and like I'm just I'm dealing with this and I am still moving my business forward like things are still moving forward and like guys this is a real life thing that happened last week yeah. so it's like you know just because I haven't heard from her and she She's not in the office every day doesn't mean she just decided, screw it, I hate Trish and I don't want to work here anymore. I'm not slacking off. I'm not lazy. I have to take that time to... First praise and say, "I love having you around, and you're a great you're a great source of." And then sunshine, I call her a liar, <laughs> and then and then I have to check in and say, "Hey, like, is there anything I need to know about anything I can come alongside and help you with?" I always praise and then offer to help and ask if there's anything going on that I can, I can be a help with, and then shut your mouth and listen. Let yeah. me listen, and then let me either. I ask, do you want me to just feel this, or do you want me to fix it, right? Because some things you can't fix. fix. You just need to feel them. And some things you can fix. Like we were in an accountability meeting on Tuesday, and I threw out a couple of fixes to one of the people there, and she was just straight up like, no. And I'm like, "Okay, then I'm just going to feel what you said, and we're going to move on. And that's it. And
2: approaching it the way that you did, too, because I know a lot of managers, um, you know, when you get in the thick of things and maybe something's blowing up and maybe that's why you haven't seen me is like things are blowing up and you're like, well, this is blowing up because I haven't seen Kylie or Kylie's not doing her job, Um, you know, coming at me or anyone, you know, uh, with that approach rather than, hey, this is all jacked. What are you doing? I can't believe you let me down, you know. It gave me the space to be honest with you and be like, we had some heavy stuff to deal with. And uh, again, you know, offering your help, like, well, what can I take? And that's when, you know, I was like, well, if you can, you write this podcast outline because I just don't have the emotional space for it or the mental bandwidth with what we and it's OK. Sometimes you have to pour into those personal buckets and your business bucket does have to take a little bit of a back burner. But yeah, it's super important. Just support your team. And one more thing before we move on is. Let your team know what they can expect from you. With Trisha, I know what I can expect from her. I know that if I reach out to her, she might not pick up right away, but. I know I can expect to at least hear from her. I know that when I reach out to Andy, he is going to give me an answer. He is going to tell me, honestly, is this a good script? Is this terrible? What did I screw up? So letting your employees know, here's what I expect from you, here's what you can expect from me,
1: you know, so they can hold you accountable too. Yeah. And accountability is key. Don't be afraid to let people know if they get caught slipping. Like you're talking about KPIs and I know that you track KPIs. but we were in a meeting the other day and somebody asked you well what is your conversion rate or what are your KPIs and you were like I don't know and he was like that's your problem you yes. have to be tracking your KPIs in your with your calls right Yeah. Um. And, but he said the same thing about his workouts I was like hey what's been your success and he's like not just showing up and walking on the treadmill doing strong workouts being consistent with it tracking my food tracking my workouts putting being intentional all. Yeah. So it's like... You know we say it all the time nobody's gonna be perfect we are not perfect we are super super flawed I am a mess too all of us are still a mess we're doing the best we can with what we have right we're like the we're like the the liquid mascara we're all just winging it right Um, but what we can do is we can stay accountable to others and we can be super transparent and honest with people and like when I go to Kylie I'm like listen I just know that sometimes when I don't hear from you the trains gotten off the track so I'm just coming so I can help you get the train back on the track a little bit faster. If it's off. And if it's not, it's just you're going through personal sadness. Then I want to be here for you as a shoulder and an outlet and a, or a resource just to know I got your back. Right. And that's OK. Um, but I have to ask those questions and I have to stay calm and not just start being in my own head about what's going on, like the story I'm telling myself is. And I love Brene Brown. And this is like outside of the business realm. But you made me think about it. And I want to talk about it because I, we're at our last podcast and I'm going to be fast about it. But she was talking about relationships and I think relationships in business relationship and personal relationships, period. She said, everybody always wants to say relationships are 50, 50, right? Oh, you get 50. I get 50 or they are a hundred, hundred. You should be given a hundred percent. I should be given a hundred percent, but that's trash. That's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. And here's why every single day I'm not going to be at a hundred. Right. And so if you can come in, she said, this is what her and her spouse come in and they do every day they come in and she'll go, listen, Today, I got 10%. And her husband goes, you know what? I got 90. I'll be the 90 today. And she goes, and some days she walks in and she goes, I got 10%. And he says, I got 10%. And she goes, okay, what can, what could I do to help you? And he says, nothing. I just need to go to bed. I only have 10%. And she says, okay, I let him go to bed. And he says, what can I do to help you? And she says, Nothing. Go to bed. I just need to go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Or, and and so it's okay if you guys both only have 10% and you both have nothing left to give, but you communicate that. right? Right. And the best thing you can do is like we all have these divisions of labor. Right. And like maybe Dave does the laundry at my house, at our house, and you know, I pay the electric bill at our house. And this month it was just a really bad month and I don't have the money for the electric bill. And I can go to Dave and say, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna do the laundry this month, and can I need you, you pick up some photo jobs. <laughs> I need you to go out and get some photo jobs, right? So be honest and communicate, and know that." And don't don't expect everybody to be 100 and don't even expect everybody to be 50 50 because that's not the real world. And it's the same thing at work. Like your employees aren't going to always be able to give 100 percent and they might not always be able to give 50 percent. So come alongside them when you can pick up that other 40 or that other 90 for him and say like you know Andy went to a convention and he needed someone to show a house for him and that day I was really busy but guess what the house is on my way home so it's like hey I told you 100 times, I'll just go show that house for you. It's on my way home. It's not a problem. Let me just go show the house for you. Right. It's like, okay, cool. Now I show the house. Now you write the offer. Now the client gets the offer accepted, right? Mm -hmm. So check in with people and say, or your spouse, or your manager, or your managing partner, or your business partner, hey, where are you at today? Yeah. What can I pick up for you today? I love that. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, we've kind of
2: talked about this a little bit, so we'll get through it. But number seven on our list is ignoring technological advancements. You know, we've talked about this a lot. AI is coming in. CRMs are getting better. I mean, I've worked with HubSpot, Up Boss, Atfolio, uh, LeadSimple. Like, there's always new technology and being open to implementing things that are going to go into your business in a good way streamline things rather than being a squirrel and being like oh shiny object oh shiny object oh shiny object but but stay updated on the latest technological advancements that can help you in your field it's always always better to work smarter uh, rather than harder, and leverage these tools and software that can streamline your operations. If you're not on social media, branding yourself, selling yourself, selling your services, you are doing your business a big disservice. And you can enhance your productivity, you can improve your customer service. Like all the things we literally just went over can be easier if you can find the technology and don't be afraid to invest. Because if you think about it, like we talked about in our AI podcast, you know, uh, we were talking about Jasper and how Jasper has like a 60 or 80 dollar a month subscription in order to get all of the AI copywriting things. But it's like if you can, if you can take your content creation from three hours to an hour and a half, you could push that out. And then you get even if you get one client, regardless of what it is you're selling, you get one client out of that, usually that pays for itself. So be open and stay on top of what's going on in the technological world so that you can take your business to the next level without having to burn yourself out, truly. Yeah. So very
1: quickly, because we got so long in this, I just want to say the seven things really fast. Okay, go. Do market research, Okay, Make sure you have strong financial management. Make sure that you are effective with your marketing and branding. Make sure you have great customer service. You create an experience, right? Make sure you are adaptable and willing to pivot and you're listening. Be open to new perspectives, right? Have a strong management skill. Listen to your people. Don't be a poor team manager. And last but not least, work stay smarter, up not harder. on technology, work smarter not harder
2: all right friends that was it for us for today we thank you so much for joining us we know you have a lot of options when it comes to your listening pleasure so we're super honored that you're here with us that you're grinding with us that you're connecting with us leave us a note drop us a con a comment a five-star review and hit that subscribe button and come back next week because we drop fresh episodes every single thursday bye
0: We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.
1: That's your get her done voice. My extra high mom voice. I like it. It means I'm keeping my shit together, but I'm also really freaking pissed. I'm so mad right now. So
2: I mad. can't even see straight. They did not even cook my corn tortilla.
1: This is my mid my Midwest mom voice, <laughs> and it says I'm really angry, but I'm holding it together. Yeah,
2: I'm gonna need. I'm going to need to speak to your manager. I'm
1: going to need to know, Karen. (laughs)
2: Shut up.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Snort.
2: (sighs) Okay. Bring us in.